Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower. It's the one, the only Pucko Podcast. That stop. You've been playing acoustic for five hours. Welcome to the 176th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co-hosts, Scrum and Viger. And we're here to bring you another Pucklicious episode of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. So welcome to the podcast where we talk about Pokemon and all things Pokemon, for the most part. I think the only thing we haven't covered in, like, extensive details the TCG, but these two guys are, like... Yeah, making we'll, sure we'll, that changes. We'll get you informed on what you need to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, I'm gonna ask the question that I start every show with. Uh, what have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? No, Thatch. What have you been doing in Pokemon? I mean, I usually answer the question at the end. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we've been getting hyped for the Puckle Summer League. I've been designing some uh, badges for the gym leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing my uh pokemon showdown trivia room duties what do you do when that showed up in the trivia room you basically show up whenever and you run and start games and you make people not be stupid in the chat okay basic mod duties that's fair all right what about you viger uh getting ready for the uh summer league as well getting my team all situated and everything I recently did go out and get the Double Crisis TCG pack, despite the horrific review our TCG writer gave it. And <laughs> uh, surprisingly enough, I got a Team Magma's Groudon EX from it. I mean, from what it so... sounds like, that, that just sounds like it's a lot of fun just to collect. 
it's I mean, more of a it's more of a collector's item. From the cards that I've gotten, it's very much a collector's sort of thing. They're the cards are very very situational. Okay, like, I'm just I'm pulling out my the Groudon EX card. It's it like Yu-Gi-Oh has, cards. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's only got one attack, Magma Quake, but its ability. It's like the Regi- It's like slow start with Reggie Gigas ah. in the sense that it hurts it more than it helps it because mm-hmm. the ability pow- its ability is power saver. If there are four or fewer Team Magma Pokemon in play, <laughs> this Pokemon can't attack. So you literally just so need to build a li- deck from like need, the cards uh, from the set. Yeah, if you want, if you want to run Team Magma's Groudon EX, you have to run Team Magma Pokemon and That's nothing awful. else. Because you need a full bench to even get this thing to do anything. That just sounds yeah. awful. Uh, let's give a sh- let's give a shout out to our TCG writer uh, in, tr- oh, that's in true. Prog- progress right now, uh, Lord yes. Jushiro. Mm-hmm. He seems to know what he's talking about, and if he if he releases a nice article next week, then he'll be on the writing staff for good. Ooh. So uh, shout out to him. Yep, that sounds fancy. Good stuff. Uh, um, as for me, this past week I've been. Uh, well, I submitted a paper for publication that I talked about last week, too. Uh, uh, but on top of that, I did have some time for Pokemon. Um, I played Gator in the PFTT, which is going on, so our Prepare for Trouble tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's been going on, and I beat Gator 2-0. Mm. And so uh, I'm moving on. Uh, Scrawn, nice. you, no, no, Scrawn, you're out of it. Oh, uh, no, I was destroyed by the fluffiest Whimsicott. And then I played Viger, so I already know the answer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so I guess... We already uh, elaborated on I think this is the, uh, the quarterfinals that we're in now. I believe so. We're getting there. I think this is the, I think it's the quarterfinals this week. Let me double check. I wanna, I wanna be accurate as possible. Sure. Uh, so I think I think it's quarterfinals. I I hope I I really want it to be the semifinals. But it's, um, it's actually the it's actually the semifinals. Well, there yeah. we go. Oh, there we go. This I'm in the semifinals, guys. I'm in the top four BGC players that signed up for a tournament at Puckle. You're where Ash was when he got creamed by that darker in the Star League. <laughs> totally not being totally not forecasting. Something. Yeah. All right. That's so good. that means you're in the, like the top twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't think I was going to get this far. I have to thank my, I have to thank Jesus and, and God. Obviously Arceus. And Arceus. It's Arceus, right? Arceus. I don't know who it is. Uh, and I need to thank, I need to thank my, my boy Kangaskhan. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh my uh, but, goodness. Uh, regardless, you know, I've, I've been playing, I've also been playing some showdown for OU singles and everything. I got, like, really sick in the middle of the week, too. So, it was just awful. And so, like, I go, I was, like, I was waiting for something to happen. I had, like, I had, like, an hour of downtime at work. So, I had, like, a really bad headache and everything, and I felt like crap. And so, I go on, I go on Showdown to play, like, OU singles, and I was just not in my head at all. And so, I lost, like, 12 matches in a row. Oh, my That's God. Not it was awful. Yeah, that happens every now and then, but it's always a wonderful learning experience. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, so I guess that's it for the intro, so let's go to the news. There's actually stuff to talk about this week. So, yes, there is. cue the epic music. <laughs>
Town Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the news. So the news has a bunch of stuff. Actually, yeah, uh, lots of good news. Nintendo Direct showed nothing really cool Pokemon-wise in that, you know, we didn't hear about, like, Z or X2 or Y2 or whatever. Uh, we didn't hear about that. Oops, I dropped a key on my desk. Uh, and Clefkey wouldn't have done that anyway. But. Yeah, it would have just poked you. I imagined Clefkey. Didn't we talk about Clefkey? Oh, oh wait, it hasn't been released. We'll, we'll, hold, we'll hold on to that. We ha- it hasn't been released. You can listen <laughs> to us talk about Clefkey if you review us on iTunes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, All right. There are sirens now. What is this? Uh, let's oh, wait for these to pass. Get out! <laughs> 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 Hit the deck. Okay. So now we have a. Uh, it's the fuzz. I need to get like a recording booth now. Uh, but way. the first thing that the Nintendo Direct showed that I guess is technically Pokemon news, but Scrawn and I had an arg- had uh, had a discussion about this earlier, is that Mewtwo is being released. Uh, April fi- April fifteenth. To those of you who uh, who registered both the 3DS version and a Wii U version of uh, Smash Brothers, uh, and will be released on the thirtieth for five dollars for 28th. both uh, for DLC for the games. It's the it's the twenty eighth. It's the twenty eighth. I thought it was the thirtieth. Not, not the thirtieth. No, oh, it is the twenty eighth. What is this nonsense? 28th, two days before what Thatch originally thought. Yeah. It's Tuesday, last week in April. Yeah, I thought it was the last day. I had the last day in my head. If you haven't already, like, registered both of your systems, like... Too late now. It's 28th for you guys. Yeah. Five bucks. Five bucks Five. if you want it in both games, but it's four dollars if you get it in, like, one or something? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, it's it's going to be exciting. Lucas was announced, too, for those of you who are, like, real big Smash Brothers fans. Yep. Right. Pretty cool. Uh, um, as far oh, as... The, on as the ballot, as all of you Hardcore Pokemon fans <laughs> should go and vote for Dunsparce to be the next Smash Brothers Actually, fan. I heard this really great thing on Reddit. It's and somebody was talking messed. about Halucha, Halucha doing it. Doing it for Halucha. I could oh. see that, big time. Halucha could, would be a yeah. lot of fun, actually. Because at least it's, like, a different fighting style, you know? Yeah, you can't see that being cloned or anything. Halucha would be really you could cool. Have him, you could have him have some sort of like movement mechanics, like Meta Knight. Yeah, with his I mean, we're gonna get all. We're gonna. I, I'm hoping that most of these Pokemon that we're talking about right now will somehow be in Pokemon Fighters or Pokemon Fighters, yeah. whatever. Uh, whatever. Yeah. I could. Def- well, you could almost say guarantee any fighting types are. Gonna see, be I there. don't want to say that all the fighting types are going to be in there because they're going to let they're going to leave some out. A vast majority will be. There's going to be there's going to be a lot of fighting types, but so far we've only seen two out of the six that they've revealed. Yeah, Lucario and Blaziken, and then we've got. They haven't even revealed Blaziken yet. And well, Machamp. Machamp. Well, Machamp. It's Machamp and Lucario. That's all we know so far. Machamp and Lucario confirmed without a shadow of a doubt. Blaziken's kind of speculated because of that. Oh, I would definitely speculate Blaziken. I would really be down if, like, Pokken Fighters somehow included, like, Pokemon Stadium in it. Yeah. <laughs> either way, back to Mewtwo himself. Uh, according From what we have to go off of in his trailer, it would appear that Mewtwo pretty much handles the exact same way as he did in Melee. All of his attacks seem to be the same. He still uses Shadow Ball, Teleport, Deflect, or Reflect, and, uh, what's his, what's that Disable move that he has? Disable? Disable. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, okay, yeah, Disable. (laughs) That Disabling move he has, Disable. Uh, He still has all his same moves that he has, but 
Now with the Smash Ball, he can actually Mega Evolve into the Y version, mm -hmm. which I so-called. I, I prefer the Y. Well, the Y was more heavily marketed than the That's X. That's there. And I think the same thing goes for Charizard, right? Like, in yeah. what official medium, other than, like, the first reveal, have you seen Pokemon or anything talk about Mega Charizard Y? Yeah, with the Mega Evolutions for Charizard and Mewtwo, we've only seen Mega Charizard X and Mega Char and Mega Mewtwo Y. Which is why they're taking those... Which is why they're there. Yeah. But with Mega Mewtwo Y uh, Final Smash, he sends out Psy Shock, which, in which inflicts massive amounts of damage onto anyone caught in the attack. So, it's really nice, because, I mean, Project M had Mewtwo just simply use a beefed-up version of mm -hmm. Mario Forest Storm, which was interesting, but it just didn't really feel specific to Mewtwo. It just literally looked like, now Mewtwo is carbon-copied yeah. Lucario. But, it's also got some really interesting color schemes. Yeah, it does. Like, it's kind of cool. Like, one of, his, one of his most drastic changes is pretty much the two different main colors of him, which is, like, the gray and the mm -hmm. darker purplish gray, they switch positions on his body. Yeah. So his tail is, like, pale white, and his whole body is, like, that dark gray purple. Yeah. And it looks, it looks really weird. <laughs> uh, I don't want to hang up... I don't want to get too hung up on Smash Brothers. Yeah. Uh, so... But, yeah, Mewtwo, we finally got some gameplay of him. Mm -hmm. uh, cool. There's also the International Challenge. That was announced. Yes. So it's another like VGC online competition that I'll be joining because I have a team ready. Yes, um, <laughs> this is a good opportunity for anybody wanting to come to PuckleCon to get enough points to go to nationals, or to at least compete in a... nationals. Like even if I don't get the play points, I'm still gonna go. But okay, yeah. But this was a you need ten play points and just participate. No, you need five. Get... You need five. Five. Five for the video game. All right, that's even better. This will give you one of those points. So twenty percent yeah. of the way there, if you even participate in this, go. To yeah, you just go play and you get a play point. It's awesome. How do how do you get keep track of your play points, Gron? Um, you have to have a play Pokemon account, so a Pokemon Trainer Club, and yeah. I think you have to do all of that stuff. I actually don't know beyond that because I've never hmm. done it. I, we if should figure that had, out. Here, here's the um, thing: if you had been, if you had received the uh, demo code for Oraz mm -hmm. via email, you have a trainer club account so it's uh, kind of you could have gotten the but, you could have gotten the demo code by uh by just being a member of club nintendo or something yeah as well you got it like a week later but still it runs on the same principles pretty much uh the nintendo direct has also uh revealed another freemium game for the 3ds called oh, pokemon rumble much. world yep. uh we we're gonna call it freemium because that's what it is uh and Viger was telling me how he's played Shuffle without spending any money on it. And <laughs> my rebuttal of this is that, yes, freemium games usually work out that way. Uh, but they make most of their money from, like, 10% of their user base or something like that. Yeah. They want to get ahead quickly. Yeah, exactly. There are going to be people that get, like, super addicted to it. The thing is, I have the patience to hold myself back. Yeah, you do, but there's that's not talking about everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, I just hope they don't force me to download it. Like they forced like Everybody Pokemon else Shuffle on me. Is weak willed, except for me. <laughs> I kind of um, do. For some reason I doubt that, but yeah. Ever since, uh, ever since, Oraz came out and like the Eon ticket was a thing, I've gotten really into street passing, like just in general. Yeah. And I do like that it kind of looks like a street pass kind of thing. 
Because you do get things for street passing, right? There's you get you get added bonuses mm-hmm. for in-game play for the number of street passes Sweet. or the certain people that you street pass. So it adds that little bit of a, a free of a little freebie bonus there if you're lucky enough to pass. See, somebody. I would I would just treat it kind of like I treat the uh, the the Me Plaza games. Yeah, I do like how they're integrating your Mies into the game. Yeah, kind of puts that human element, puts you in the game. Mm-hmm. Metaphysical, I don't know. It's just it's a nice little touch. I've never actually played any of the Pokemon Rumble games because I didn't have a console that mm-hmm. could play it. But it's it's interesting, and the fact that it's free to play is also a nice little added bonus. So if you want to get a new little Pokemon fix, but you don't want to spend any money for it because you're a bit of a cheapskate, <laughs> Pokemon Rumble World. All just right. do what I do and don't spend any money. Okay, so last piece of news is that for those of you that listen to us in the UK, because this apparently does happen, uh, Shiny Charizard's out in game stores. This was also out, I think, in uh, in Germany as well. I think it's in a lot of places in uh, Europe right now. I wouldn't be surprised if it like migrated over here. Shiny Charizard is, does seem like a very odd thing. But hmm. yeah. Well, a lot of people like him because of the black coloration, which is pretty awesome. I mean, well, I understand just, that to some extent, but I don't know. Like, it just seems like a really odd event. This would be I mean, one of those events I, that I don't care about going to GameStop to get. Yeah, it's just, again, with Charizard as a whole, Shiny Charizard's just a bit overrated. Yeah, I'm just kind of just, done with Charizard. I'm done with Charizard. <laughs> I think Charizard is cool. Magnum I'm done with Charizard. <laughs> Scrawn likes Charizard. I'm done with Charizard. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> Uh, that's it for this news. Uh, okay, oh, wait, so... wait, 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 Jigglypuff and Greninja Amiibos. Oh, okay, those were oh, a yeah. thing, yes. They were, they were a th- they were a thing for about 20 minutes, and then now they're <laughs> not a thing anymore, because they have all been bought. <laughs> <laughs> so, as of this recording, maybe there are more, maybe there oh. are not. Most likely there are not. Alright, and so, last thing is, in Puckle News, I still have the uh, bonus content that I promised you all last week. Right now we are sitting at 141 ratings on iTunes. Uh, again, I do have, like, pretty much, like, two hours of content for you guys to listen to. Uh, what we do need is 151 reviews on iTunes, though, so we're ten away. You guys have made some progress. You've gotten, like, five. So at this rate, maybe by, like, two weeks from now you'll get it. All right, guys, you can do this. Come but on. Yeah. But yeah, we just got we just got a review that popped up. Let me. It's uh, it's a little sad. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually read some of these new reviews because they're very flattering. Uh, <laughs> so this first one's from like Pokey Kid Teen. This is the oh, one that just gosh. popped up. <laughs> I love listening to the podcast when I'm walking to school at 6 a.m. After school bus rides, uh, it feels like I have friends. Oh, oh! I am got... glad that we are your friends. I, I consider myself your friend. Uh, yes. Next That's one from uh, Gronk Jr. Great podcast. At first, I only had one Pokecast to listen to. Okay. Uh, yes, I made up all of these Poke terms on the fly. Uh, <laughs> next one is from Lord Okeanos or something. I don't know. Uh, I wish I could pronounce it. I apologize. Having left the Pokemon fandom many years ago, this podcast helped revive my love for the Pokemon world. Informative and fun, these hosts make would make excellent Pokemon professors. If you love oh, Pokemon, I, this is a you. show that shouldn't be missed. 
I think I'll he forgot this. to say that Scrawn shouldn't be a Pokemon professor, but... Hey! Well, <laughs> Bo is, ta Bo is taking those feelings, classes to become one. Yeah, no, Bo is actually doing it, right? Yeah, Bo is doing that thing, and he is in the process of becoming an yes. actual registered Pokemon That professor. would be really cool. Like, yeah. I want to do it, because think, like, you I get think cool a stuff. professor in the TCG. It's yeah. no simple task, I can but, tell you that. No, it's not simple at all. No, it is not. So, rate us on iTunes if you want to get this extra content. Spoiler warning, the fluffiest Whimsicott crashes it, so... <laughs> do definitely... Yes. So, review us on iTunes. We have two hours of stuff for you to listen to, so if you want, like, an extra episode, you guys need to review us. Yep. All right. Uh, that's it for the news, so... Uh, if, I, if I could just... Yeah, go for it. One more thing. And this is just my little bit of puckle news. I'm writing a story... Oh, that's in true. Pokemon forums, and it's, yeah. well, in my opinion, it's really cool. I'm too. Yeah, it's I'm a really cool, It's a really cool idea. It's kind of like a post-apocalyptic. Uh, well, no, not really post-apocalyptic. Okay, more like apocalyptic, I guess. Yeah, it's sort of disaster fanaticism sort of mm. thing, with the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon flair added to it. So, what makes it stand out is there are absolutely no humans in this story whatsoever. It's all Pokemon. Yeah, so check is, that out on the forums. Mm -hmm. All it's right. in the stories thing, so check it out. I'm two chapters in with a prologue and not stopping. All, All right. right. So I guess. we'll go to the topic right after this short break. Hey, this is Sister Kick, and I think you should sign up for the Puckle Podcast website if you haven't already. Why? You can earn badges, make new friends, chat with me and other hosts of the podcast, and just talk about Pokemon. You should also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Tumblr to get your Puckle fix. If you haven't already helped us by reviewing us on iTunes, do it. Just don't give us a one-star or I will find you. Also, if you have the time, send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, since fan emails make up half the show. We're literally nothing without you. So come on and participate at Puckle today. And on to the topic. That sounded really grungy. <laughs> oh, right. Grungy? I grungy. I mean, it's like, okay. it's like 1990s uh, grunge music. I would say that I was kind of gravelly. But Gra gravelery. Uh. Either way. <laughs> okay, so our topic today is Pokemon Easter eggs. Uh, it's very timely because at the time of recording this, it's the day before Easter, and by the time you listen to this, you're just gonna have Easter, and you can go buy like Easter candy on sale at Walmart. So yeah. definitely yeah. go do that. I'm gonna buy some Easter candy. Gonna buy all the Reese's peanut butter eggs. Uh. <laughs> Gosh. Oh. I'm gonna stuff so many peeps into my mouth. Peeps are disgusting. Uh, I know, but that's a topic for another that's day. That's why I'm laughing because I never. Yeah. Been that's that's a topic for our other podcast, uh, the Easter Underground Champions League. Eagle. Yes. Eagle. Uh, uh, so, Eagle. <laughs> uh, All right. But either way, Easter eggs. So I think this is gonna be pretty informal. We're just gonna be talking at each other about Easter eggs that we have found. And we've noticed. So, uh, I guess I'll kick things off, uh, as would want. Well, what would what would actually constitute as an Easter egg? I mean, I mean okay. Some uh, what, may not remember let's look up. Let's look up a definition of Easter eggs because it is a very broad like thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, very broad term, but I do I do remember the origins, <laughs> the origin story of where Easter eggs actually came from. I think but, there was actually an Easter egg in something. Yeah. <laughs> Easter egg and media. Here we go. 
an Easter egg is an intentional inside joke, hidden message, or feature in in a work such as a computer program, video game, movie, book, or crossword puzzle. Uh, (laughs) The name has been said to evoke the idea of traditional Easter egg hunt. Oh, because you're looking for them. Oh, that makes sense. The way that it actually... The way that it actually started was the movie uh little shop of horrors really uh yeah th- the story goes that on the set it was recorded during easter mm-hmm. and the cast and crew decided to have a little easter egg hunt on the set hiding oh. eggs and various props and that's uh, hilarious set pieces and everything not all the eggs were found <laughs> and, if you, and if you watch the movie and pay close attention you can actually see some of the eggs in the props and set pieces in the movie that the casting crew missed. Oh, wonderful. So that is where the term Easter egg in the multimedia actually stems from. That's it's from really literal cool. Easter eggs that can be seen in the movie. All right. And then so, it just kind of went off from there. Pixar's notorious for throwing in Easter eggs into their movies. That's true. Yeah. Nice. Uh, my, my, okay, so I'm going to kick one, kick this off with one of my favorites, actually. In Gens 1, 2, and 3, if you go and talk to, like, the TV in front of, uh, in front of, uh, like, your mom in your house, Mm -hmm. it describes a, uh, it describes, like, a scene, and these are scenes from movies that were actually, like, made. These are, like, Do you know any of these movies? Yeah, okay, so I have, I have a list. I have the list all done. (laughs) So, uh, in Red, Blue, and Yellow... You actually get it says four boys are walking on railroad tracks, right? And that's actually the movie Stand by Me. <laughs> uh, in gold, silver, and crystal, it says stars dot the sky as two boys ride on a train. That's from the movie The Outsiders, based on the book The Outsiders. Oh yeah, that's okay. Nice. Uh, Ruby Sapphire and Emerald. Two men are dancing on a big piano keyboard. That's the movie Big. Big, yeah. <laughs> uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green did not remake the Red, Blue, Yellow one, but in fact says a girl with her hair in pigtails walking up a brick road, which is the Wizard of Oz. Oh, <laughs> uh, there we go. And then in Heart, Gold, and Soul, Silver, it does it again. Uh, it says two boys are in a cave searching for treasure, and that's Tom and Huck. There we go. Uh, <laughs> And so, uh, I'm not sure if Alpha Ruby and Alpha Sapphire did. I should have checked before this, but... Uh, they actually did. They did? What, oh, what they did movie, do, what did they, they say? Did, they did do a movie reference, but it wasn't in the TV. So uh, it's a what Lord was of the it? Ra- it's, it's a Lord of the Rings reference in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Where? It says, in, in the Pacific Log, ta- in Pacific Log Town, there is an old man in the southwesternmost house. Speak to him, and he will say... They say that here in Hoenn, there are places called mirage spots. Mm. One does not simply walk into a mirage spot, <laughs> not to mention that these places also appear and disappear mysteriously. Oh, no. Obviously, that's... that's a play on the iconic <laughs> One does not from... simply walk into a mirage One does not simply walk into a mirage spot. That's too good. It's a, play... it's a play on Boromir's quote from Lord of that's, the Rings. That's actually just... simply walk into Mordor. That's just too good. Oh, that's... man. And that's the most, and that's one of the most recent ones from Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Mm-hmm. That's what some people would call a nice meme. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, ah. you're you're done. Out, get out. <laughs> well, uh, I I have a very interesting one that actually you can all test out on, by yourselves uh, mm-hmm. if you go on the, the battle simulator while you're listening to the podcast. So go to play.pokemonshowdown.com. So Pokemon Showdown, yes. and go to the team builder. I'm going. And what what you need to do is you need to select a coughing 
and then name in all capital letters D O G A R S. So wait, 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 wait. One sec, one sec. So I'm going to Team Builder. Uh-huh. And I'm yeah, going to hit um, new team and I'm going to say I'm going to add a pokemon and it's a coughing. Coughing has to be a coughing. Okay. And nickname it in all capitals D O G A D O G A R S S That's it. Is it Doggers? Yes, and now play a game with it and um now just a game, it? just with the one coughing. Any game. It doesn't matter. Now, this is an Easter egg programmed by uh, Into the Code by Zarel. And what it does is you will hear, whenever the, the coughing is sent out, until the point wherever it faints, you will hear the music from Roxy's Gym in Black and White 2. Because she says, D-O-G-A-R-S, Dogars! And it, she has a coughing, and that's So like, it's like you play the music, right? It's the music? Yeah, it plays the music from Black White 2, and it's really fun. Oh, I didn't put any moves on it, so it doesn't work. Uh, we'll try later. <laughs> All right. That's in- that's interesting. It's really fun. It's the only uh, one I believe that does that. That's awesome. Yeah, I wonder if there are more. I wonder if there are more. I yeah. wonder if there are more Pokemon that will ins- uh, Another you. one that uh, both Viger and myself were talking about was the Diamond Dust and Diamond and Pearl. And I guess it does happen even in X and Y now, too. Yeah, it uh, does. Uh, on... The way that it works is the Diamond Dust is a special variant of Falling Snow in any of the Arctic regions. Yeah, in any of the the games, actually. It goes Diamond Pearl. In any of the Pokemon games as Mm -hmm. of Diamond Pearl and Platinum. Yeah. And the way that it is, the the snow that will fall down actually sparkles and is shaped like diamonds. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's it's a really interesting snow pattern that occurs from Diamond and Pearl... And platinum through heart gold, soul silver, black and white, black two and white two, and even X and Y. Mainly in the snowy areas like Snowpoint City, Mount Silver, Isira City, and in X and Y, the Frost Cavern. They occur on different dates throughout throughout the year, like in December 31st in Isira City, in black wi- black and white, black two and white two, you'll see the diamond dust there. But the most interesting one is X and Y's because it's actually manipulative, because diamond dust will fall in the, in the frost cavern on the player's birthday. Mm-hmm. So you can literally oh. change your birthday into the system just to see this diamond dust in the uh, cavern. Speaking of birthdays, uh, there's also the Easter egg that if you play Pokemon on your birthday and you go into the Pokemon Center, they actually wish you a happy birthday. There's a cake on the uh, monster. Yeah, there's a cake on the monster there and everything. It's, confetti shoots out of everything, mm-hmm. and it's just... I don't know if that's really a, like an Easter egg. No, it's yes. an Easter egg, Scrunch. Sit down. Just <laughs> accept it. Okay. <laughs> All right. There is uh, another. There is another other, one. Are there other games that feature Pokemon in them? Like plenty of them. I guess, I don't know. Like in yeah, Stadia. Or in yeah. What, what uh, there's 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 some there's a couple others like we were talking about uh, Smash Brothers Brawl in Pokemon Stadium Two. You can see a poster of a cat in the snow run. Hut, like it's yeah, just like a, a poster of a cat. I'm it's just, literally it's, a it's literally a JPEG image of a pet cat on the side of a wall inside the ice hut in the ice map of mm-hmm. Pokemon Stadium Two, where it's the stage in Brawl with the snow run looking out the door. If you look into the window at the right angle, there is a picture of a cat. Yeah. On a wall in there. Not even like a meowth or a glass. No, no, it's nope. a cat. It's just, it's just a straight it's just up a, cat. It's just a random normal. Our, our world cat. 
Yeah. Now, what would that be a reference to? Many people have actually speculated that that cat's actually Masahiro Sakurai's cat. Yeah. Hmm. Who's the Who's the director of the Smash Bros. series? Yeah, yeah. So it stands to reason that mm-hmm. that could be his cat that he just decided to plaster on a wall on a Pokemon map. But yeah, maybe I don't know. Uh, in there's also in a uh, Pokemon Stadium, like the first one. You can actually, uh, if you bring, this is like real old school. Oh, if you yeah. bring Pikachu from Yellow, you can actually, it's actually voiced like by the voice actor from the anime. Yeah. And if you actually, if you have a surfing Pikachu, if you're one of those lucky people, mm-hmm. it actually doesn't have to be that lucky. You can do it pretty easily, actually. Uh, you, yeah. you have special animations for Pikachu where he like hops on a surfboard. Raichu will hop on his tail. <laughs> Yeah. If you decided to evolve it, yeah. and he'll use his tail as a wakeboard on the wave. It's really I, cool. I actually have firsthand experience in Battle Revolution with... Yeah, no, because, uh, yeah, XD and Battle Revolution, because Battle Revolution was the laziest game ever made. And uh, just could... used the work from Stadium and Coliseum before it for all the Pokemon. You will rant, you will rant till the sun explodes about that. Uh-huh. It, it was, okay, okay, so I like it. And I think there's a place for it now, like a game like that, because everybody wants the Battle Frontier, right? Mm-hmm. And that's all Battle Revolution was, was a frontier. That's all yeah, it was. I mean, it, it was really, I thought it was fun. I, I spent so much time on that. Yeah, no, I, really, I did too. I would, see, I would the, be down if, like, maybe not like a physical release, but a digital release on the Wii U or something. I Where you charge us 20 I, bucks, we get the same thing. I had a real good connection with Battle Revolution because the only other Pokemon game I had to go off of as a child, I didn't have any of the handhelds. I just had the original Pokemon Stadium mm-hmm. for uh, 64, which uh, actually very timely was an Easter gift. <laughs> so surprised how that how we've come full circle right back to Easter. But anyway, I'd always remembered that you could connect your Game Boy and use mm-hmm. the Pokemon in red and blue to actually fight in Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. I didn't have that, so I just had. I was forced to only use the oh, rental Pokemon. Yeah, but it was still fun nonetheless, and it taught me a lot of valuable things, like how Magnemite doesn't float and avoid ground attacks, but I digress. <laughs> uh, Magnet Rise, Magnet the, Rise, the, calm. Uh, but that was Gen One. Magnet <laughs> Rise didn't exist. Uh, and then Pokemon Stadium Two came out. But I fell in love with Steelix, and the mini games in both games were amazing. Uh, fell off the wagon for Gen 3, so didn't experience XD or whatever the other one was. Mm-hmm. Lugia, whatever it was. Uh, and then... Uh, Battle Coliseum and then, was really good. And then yeah, X- We should redo XD. the reviews that we had on those. Yeah. Uh, and then Battle Revolution comes out on the Wii. Mm-hmm. At the time, I'd finally gotten back into Pokemon, had a blue Nintendo DS, and decided to start Diamond. Was it the and- fat DS? It was the uh, Gen 1 DS. Yeah, the fat. The fat one. It still works. I use it as an alarm clock now. <laughs> but and then I I literally found out that you could connect your DS Pokemon to Battle Revolution wirelessly and actually use your Pokemon. And I thought, this is amazing. This has got to be the greatest Pokemon game ever because I can use my actual Pokemon in glorious 3D. Again, this was Diamond mm-hmm. era, so 3D didn't exist just yet, and it was really, it was really nice. And at the time, it was the only way I could fight people online who were constantly spamming shiny legendaries in my face. But I digress. 
So that's why I like Battle Revolution a lot. All right. And still do. I have found another uh, neat Easter egg, and this one is actually in the early anime. Okay. All right. And what this is, is this is a famous quote from Pokemon. A lot of you will probably recognize it. It's Brock says, I didn't know Vikings still existed. No, Ash says that. They mostly live in Minnesota. Ash Uh, says that. But Brock says, I didn't know Vikings still existed. Oh, okay. And then Ash says, Uh, they mostly live in Minnesota. Oh, yes. Of course I know that. I think I've talked about that before. Yeah. This is how well, oh, that is an Easter egg. Like, that is an Easter egg. Though. It's for the Minnesota place. Vikings. Who likes the Minnesota Vikings? It's, so, it's such an it's such an out of place little quote there. Not only because it's referencing the Minnesota Vikings of all things, but just referencing the fact of a state in the United States. I feel like in, I, in I feel, a Japanese anime. No, no. I feel like uh, the problem is like the translators, <laughs> especially in the, the first season. They just have such difficulty deciding what to put in places where it's, like, a cultural reference to Japanese right. culture. They really just have this problem because, like, it, it's, it's the same thing with, like, the rice balls most becoming donuts. And Yeah, most likely uh, in the Japanese version, they must have said something else than mm-hmm. Minnesota. I, I need to have my Viger digression time now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> You know, I I literally thought that rice balls were donuts for like two years. Yeah, so did I. I thought (laughs) I thought they were I thought they were like a sweet sort of thing too. No, they're not. They're rice balls all the time. And they had they're made out of rice. They are literally made out of rice. I thought the whole thing was edible. Even the black leaf that you hold the thing (laughs) in, I thought you ate that too. No, and that was just part of it. I thought that was chocolate. (laughs) <laughs> and the, uh, this isn't and, sweet. <laughs> all right, all right. I realized, oh, it's just made out of rice. Ugh. Okay, back to Easter eggs. Uh, this is probably like going to be one of the most like popular Easter eggs that I think I can find. So I don't know. How old were you guys when like Red and Blue came out? Um, really young. I know I was in single digits. Okay. Okay. So Red and Blue came out, and you played it. You both played it, right? Um, I played it in a later life. Okay. You see, I'm I'm what you may I call a filthy casual. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, I'm just I'm just asking because do you, I don't know if you like when I grew up, I was always told about the truck next uh, to the SSN that if you use strength on it, you can push the truck and get Mew. And so, uh, the Easter egg isn't in fact in Red and Blue because there is a truck there and it's just scenery. Uh, you will not get Mew. But in uh, the remakes in Fire Red and Leaf Green, they leave the truck there. And you actually, uh, if you go along that pier, because in the original games, you couldn't get over there very easily unless you traded the Pokemon that you cut to your game. So you go through the game, and then you come back, and you can surf over to the truck. In Fire Red and Leaf Green, you use that boat to go to the Sevi Island, so you can walk out there as many times as you want. And if you surf over to the side, you can get on the pier, you can see the truck, and if you go down the pier, they put a Pokeball there, and it's, like, not as exciting as you would think it is. It's actually just a lava cookie, but <laughs> it's definitely a re- uh, um, it's definitely an Easter egg left there. An Easter to, egg to a Pokemon? A Pokemon uh, well, Easter egg to Pokemon? Yeah, it's that an Easter actually, egg to reference, like, the old rumor. <laughs> that actually can lead into another one that I found, again, in <laughs> Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire that hints at a popular cultural reference as well in the there's a french translation in omega ruby and alpha sapphire for brawly in which he says it's obviously in french but when translated it says 
I discovered the secret of a true power by staring at a helix fossil for days and yeah. days. Yeah, that's true. I remember that. Obvious reference to Twitch Plays Pokemon yes. and Lord Helix. Mm-hmm. So, again, Pokemon actually references the kind no, of stuff uh, that comes uh, out of out of it. Nintendo game. has really been like pushing this, we listen to our fans thing. Mm-hmm. Big time. Like, Big first time. of all, with uh, like we were talking about, like uh, the tell us what fighters you want in Bra- uh, Smash Brothers thing. Yeah. Or uh, and then just even the games of Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I don't think won. those games would have come out unless there wasn't so much like Hoenn confirmed stuff going around. Well, now okay. there's also it's a Sinnoh confirmed, but we're not going to go. That now Sinnoh confirmed has not been as big. I will say that like Hoenn confirmed was definitely much much louder yeah. than what this is. Yeah, but either way, it's it's really nice to see like these sort of cultural references being mm-hmm. thrown, being put into the games themselves, and it's really it's really interesting. All right, so uh, the producer and s- the president, CEO, and producer of Pokemon, Tsunekazu Ishihara, uh-huh. um, actually makes an appearance in the Pokemon trading card game uh, yes. video game. And he yes. is the trader that, and collector that you can get mm-hmm. a lot of really rare cards from. That happens in a black, black and white as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get them play against Game Freak stat <laughs> in uh, is, black and white. That was and, part of my like daily routine of level. Yeah, you can go because they like had such high level Pokemon. In yeah, there. yeah. They're actually also on the forty second floor of that building, which is the exact floor Game Freak is located on in their building in Japan. Oh. <laughs> Even oh, more, there you go. right? It's... Uh, <laughs> they're they're located in uh, not Lumio City. What's it called? Castalia City in uh, Unova. Yeah. So check that out, I guess, if you really want to. Um, it was part of my daily routine going up to that building and challenging them. Yeah. Just for the XP and everything. So really... that this doesn't go on too long. Uh, I think I'm gonna cut us off there. There are definitely more e- Easter eggs. I but... do have I do have one more that I find really funny. Okay. In Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, in Rustboro City's apartments, there's an Ace Trainer on the upper floor. That and his name's Thatch. Me... No. There's oh. an ace trainer who will give you a float stone. Oh, okay. And you know what the float stone does. It has yeah, yeah. the weight of a Pokemon that's holding it. Yeah. So when you get when the ace trainer gives you the float stone and you walk out, when you go back to him, he's a hiker. <laughs> and he's like super heavy now. Because he had the float stone, which halved his weight mm-hmm. and gave it to you, so now he's all fat and stuff. <laughs> and it even said, really and, he, and he, even his quote, he says, "For some reason, I've put on a lot of weight recently, <laughs> and, it, and it's only been like five seconds." <laughs> All right. So uh, even well, I've got one even. last big one. It's really important. Okay. All right. So a, a big misconception is that the creator of Pokemon is Ken Sugimori, but he was the no, it's not Satoshi Tajiri, right? It's Satoshi Tajiri. Tajiri. Satoshi Tajiri, and. Uh, he shares the name with the Japanese protagonist of Pokemon, Satoshi. That's Wait, is that really an Easter egg? I, mean, I guess yeah. that is. I just I mean, thought it was common knowledge, right? Ref, it's a I mean, a lot of people don't know that, especially really? since our uh, main uh, audience. Okay, be, fair uh, enough. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So uh, I think that's going to be it for us on the topic today. So we're going to go to commercial break, and we'll go to Poke of the episode. So catch you guys on the flip-flop. 
Have you been having a hefty hankering for some hot to powder on ham for eight eighty eight, or maybe some delicious deli bird deli sandwiches for only four ninety nine? Well, if so, hop your way on over to the Ryehorn Steakhouse for all of our all-you-can-eat specials. Ryehorn Steakhouse, where if it moves, we'll serve it. <laughs> episode and welcome back our pokemon of the episode is national deck 660 diggersby the digging pokemon <laughs> in pokemon wide's pokedex entry states as powerful as an ex as an excavator its ears can reduce dense bedrock to rubble when it's finished digging it lounges lazily I almost said I almost said Excadrill out of habit when I said Excavator, <laughs> and I caught myself there. But so yeah, Diggersby. Diggersby is actually thing. like a good competitive Pokemon. He is, but I'm not gonna lie. First time I saw this thing in X and Y, I gagged. Really? I was like, Oh God, what is that? <laughs> what is that in his ears? What is that on his mouth? What, Diggersby. What, what is this thing? And then I realized it was Bunnelby's evolution. I'm like, I'm so sorry for you, little guy. <laughs> I, I mean, do like that it uses like its ears as hands. That's actually its pretty ears cool. are biceps mm-hmm. again, it, like the camera up effect, taking something n- normal and then beefing it up to the extreme levels. Yeah. Well, we uh, got this rabbit, and what can we do with it? Let's turn his ears into biceps. So that dig the ground out. Diggersby is in the borderline tier, uh, which is makes means it's pretty much an OU. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just not good in OU. Yeah, but uh, I have seen Diggersby. Diggersby has surprised me uh, as a ground normal. Ground normal is actually a really good typing. It's I like the it. only ground normal out there. Mm-hmm. No, X and Y X and Y added a bunch of like type normal Pokemon. Yeah, like Heliolisk Pyroar and Heliolisk Diggersby and... Heliolisk. Yeah. And, and it's but what's really sad is Diggersby is one of only two ground type Pokemon in the Kalos decks. Okay, but the you other, can say the same the thing about Poison people. Pokemon. There's only two of them. Yeah, and... it's it's, uh, it's unfortunate that. No, Diggersby well, you you add seventy Pokemon in, and that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm just saying. But it's one of two ground type in Kalos. The other being Zy- Zygarde. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other being Zygarde, and we don't talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Diggersby, I I think the most popular set is a Choice Scarf set, if I'm not wrong. Uh, yes, you are correct. You, of course, need to have huge power on it, because without it, Diggersby stats are not very exceptional. Uh, its base in attack the is only 56, and yeah. acceptable is like 100. So, yeah. yeah. Huge yeah. power makes him acceptable. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like, a little bit better than acceptable, mm-hmm. Uh and it really can hit hard considering that it has a lot of pretty nice move pool and some nice typing. Yeah. It does. Uh, yeah. It does have and a really good news because it gets stab return. It gets stab earthquake. That's that's yeah, enough for me. It gets a, it gets lots of stab being part normal. So and when if you equip even like hidden power, you've got a little beef to it as well if you stab. Even if you decide not to run a a, a choice scarf set, you've got quick attack mm-hmm. for priority. And even then, I was we were talking before this, right, Scrawn, about how uh, Wild Charge on Diggersby could t- two-hit KO a Skarmory. 
after stealth rocks damage. Oh, after stealth rocks damage. There's a high probability of it. But that's pretty impressive because yeah. Skarmory is like known for being one of the best defensive walls. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, maybe you could like throw like a choice scarf, a choice band on it as over a choice scarf, and still Ooh, take him out, man. right? That's uh, that's food for thought. That's wishful yeah. thinking, too. <laughs> yes, yes, very much. Uh, a base 78 need... speed is, like, for alligator territory. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But, it ain't uh, moving too fast. That would be one hard-hitting Diggersby, though. Yeah, <laughs> Diggersby, though. And it's uh. set. Oh, my there God, I said it. I said it. <laughs> he I did it. But, yeah, that's what I would do. I mean, Return and Earthquake are, like, are like their quick attacks there. He can learn the elemental punches, I believe, all of them. <laughs> Hold on, Zach. Oh, my God. We got to get this I, out. Oh, my God. I said he didn't even though. mean it, and we were purposely even saying, okay, we're not going to bring that up. He's got, a, he's got Iron Head. That's kind of cool. No, he only gets Fire Punch, it looks like. Uh, he gets Fire Punch. Yeah, that's, that's a move tutor as thing, though. Reviability. Um... Mainly to help deal with, like, mm-hmm. those going fortresses and, and, yeah. and, and scissors. I mean, Fire Punch has seen a lot of use. Like, I, I've occasionally run it on a Dragonite set. But, I, I don't know. Yeah, like, Fortress and Ferrothorn are just everywhere to, like, wall you mm-hmm. uh, physically. And you really need that Fire-type move. But I would particularly like just to run Charizard Y or something. And I think you'd do the job. Yeah. You can have yeah. the time just throw Heat Wave it's and knock everything those two. Yeah, I, th- yeah, there would be some really good synergy between Charizard Y and Diggersby. I could definitely see that. Alright, now I would like to go on a bit of a... Okay. So, Diggersby... I'm gonna go on, on a story about Diggersby. Okay, go for Early it. Early in the days of X and Y, some shiny breeder decided to nickname their shiny Diggersby Diggersby Though. <laughs> and that Diggersby, though, was obsessively cloned by every single individual in Pokemon until almost everybody had Diggersby, though. And the internet. Now, um, if you were to go on to Pokemon Showdown, and this is a fun fact, you can test it. I am 90% sure it will work. Go into any of the chat rooms and type Diggersby, though, and you will get Instabanned. Really? Yes. I am almost positive. That is a banned phrase on Smogon because it is used. It was used so much back then. Wow, that's it's hilarious. Awesome. Yes, it's just it's just Diggersby and then three letters after it, and people are just yeah. fed up with it. It's sort of like how almost all of the Drizzle Politoads were named Miguel at one point. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's one of those Jeez. things. But mm-hmm. Diggersby though is a very interesting uh, phrase. I came along it's pretty it's pretty cool i think it's funny yeah we were kind of setting out to not even like yeah yeah we didn't mean to talk about it we didn't even mean it and scron just inadvertently accidentally says it yeah now like that's one strong diggersby though and then we're like (laughs) dang it uh okay and then i know i know viger you want you had a tcg card for it right i do have one in like my multitude deck of miscellaneous (laughs) That I don't know what to do with. It's buried in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Which which set were you thinking about? There, I was. Th- I know I have it on on the online version. It's mm-hmm. the Phantom Forces okay. version. But there are two. There are two different versions of Diggers. There's actually the three. Phantom- There's yeah. there is three, but one's in Japanese and I can't read it. Okay. Uh, it's it's the X Y series, but yeah. There's 
two there's two mainstay Diggersby in uh, Phantom Forces and mm-hmm. Primal Clash, respectively. Phantom yeah. Force Diggersby is a normal type at 100 HP, knowing two attacks, Smithereen Smash with 30 power and two energy cost, and Earthquake with 80 damage and three energy cost. Smithereen Smash says, flip a coin, if heads, discard an energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. Uh, Earthquake, this attack does 10 damage to each of your benched Pokemon. So there is recoil on with Earthquake to your benched for Diggersby. But it does have, it's of normal type, so it's susceptible to its other earthly counterparts, which is the Primal Clash version of Diggersby itself, who is also... An Earth type. Hmm. Uh, I almost have to. Uh, the what? XY version of Diggersby doesn't look too bad, either. Yeah. It mm-hmm. has a uh, put two item cards from your discard pile into your hand, which is is pretty nice actually. And it also has Dig, which is flip a coin if heads prevent all effects of attacks, including damage done to this Pokemon during That's your not bad at all. next turn. And it does fifty damage too. It's mm-hmm. really not bad at all. It's a not. It's nice. Uh, I guess now that I look at it, Primal Clash kind of had Primal Clash Diggersby kind of has a bit of an upper hand. It's Earth type with 110 HP, so 10 over the normal type version from Primal Clash. It has two moves: Ear Dig and Hammer In. Ear Dig costs one Earth energy and doesn't inflict any damage. Flip a coin until you get Tails. For each Heads, discard the top card of your opponent's deck. So if you're really lucky, you could n- knock out a lot of a lot of uh, hardcore mm-hmm. Pokemon fights are lost by milling the opponent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just mm-hmm. milling their deck out. And Hammer In is his only physical move with just three normal energy costs. So throw anything onto this Diggersby so long as it's one fighting energy. Mm-hmm. Hammer In does 70 damage and doesn't have any sort of secondary effect on it. You know, these diggers bees you probably wouldn't see in competitive like TCG. No, but they're neat. They do some cool things. They're they're good for they're good placeholders. Mm-hmm. Like if you're trying to set something up that will wreck, diggers bee will be able to take a couple hits and then is just throw one earth energy on it and have ear dig go to town just so you have something to go off of. Mm-hmm. So you're so, sure you're not attacking at all, but you are whittling down the opponent. Mm-hmm. Unless you're using a Metagross coin online and the thing always <laughs> lands tails. <laughs> Literally, that thing is rigged. I'm not joking. That Metagross coin is rigged. I actually switched back to my Groudon <laughs> coin, and I'm actually doing much better now. <laughs> One of the disadvantages of being a nerd is that uh, superstition inevitably follows. <laughs> I don't use Metagross coins anymore. Those, no, things, right. are, those things are cursed. But yeah, Dangers be TCG. If you want to know more about Diggersby, uh, you can check out Scrawn's article in the meta at PucklePodcast.com. And while you're at it, take a look at, like, all of the articles that we have. I think I was interviewed uh, recently by the fluffiest Whimsicott. And uh, we have new TCG articles (laughs) like we talked about. You can also read – Sublime's put out, like, a lot of very good uh, VGC articles. And Bjorn's uh, opinion pieces are a lot of fun to read, as well as Mickey Panda's, like – Anime reviews. Anime. Yeah. Also, check out our new writer, Lord Jushiro. I said that Who's already. Doing the t- well, oh, yeah. you didn't catch me. My bad. You should listen to the words that come out of my mouth. Uh, I all got right. News. Don't worry about that. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we'll just move on then to the mailbag. 
time. It's time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. Your mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. And on to the mailbag. Our mailbag, as always, is brought to us by the energy drink Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. And as always, we'll be giving out the Green Tauros badge to anybody we think has given us a good mailbag answer. So the mailbag question last time was, oh god. I wanted to start doing this at the beginning of the show, right? To let people know what the mailbag question was. (laughs) <laughs> was what Pokemon do you think should have an evolution? That was it. <laughs> and I totally just blanked. So, what Pokemon do you think should have an evolution? So let's get right on in. So our first email is from... Uh, oops. is from Dead Red. Hey guys, it's the trainer whose pen name is a conspiracy theory here. It's Dead Red. Sorry for my lack of emails lately, but I've gotten the chance of a lifetime. I got an offer to study abroad, and I'm now in Spain. So American outlets are hard to come by, so my email consistency will be a bit shaky for a while. But enough about my foreign adventures. It's time to prioritize and talk about the important thing, Pokemon. In my opinion, the first Pokemon that comes to mind, who should have an evolution is Maile, But Mega Maile crushed that, so back to the drawing board. My second idea is Castform Evolution, as Castform was an amazing Pokemon that never got the buff it needed. So I feel an evolutionary tree can do just that. Maybe just turn it into a cloud. Turn it from a cloud into a star as as the sun, moon, and lunar moon are already taken. The sun, Here's my question, oh. though. Are, is there going to be a giant pair of wait, balls hanging wait, off of wait, that wait, wait. one, too? <laughs> Why a star? The sun is a star. I'm very confused. It's a really, really uh, maybe he means like star. a star-shaped uh, I don't know. That just seems very like gimmicky. I don't. I don't know. I don't want that. Feels like a Digimon if Maybe it's a star shape. Maybe a bigger cloud. Isn't that Starmie? Starmie's a star. So yeah. star you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so just a bigger cloud. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> or maybe from a cloud into an angry-looking storm cloud. Oh. Oh, look. tornado. Oh, look that. Would look cool. Or at least it isn't as simple as Grimer to Muck, which is literally greatly needed break. Well, from Jesse and James and Dead Red, that's the name. You'll, I'll see you all on the flip flop. Hasta Sahora Dead Red. That was Spanish for see you next time. Just in case none of you speak it, except for my iPhone. No, I don't um, speak. I'm afraid I do not. I speak uh, German, I Mandarin, little, and English. I speak a very, very little Spanish. But unfortunately, my Sp- my uh, Spanish one teacher was more focused on talking about his personal life than actually teaching us how to speak Spanish. So I didn't really get much out of that class, but I digress. Uh, All right. Who's got this next one from Shuckles? Uh, That will be me. Grab it. All right. Dearest Thatch and Scrawn and Viger. Oh, you inserted it. How nice of you. I have a few Pokemon in mind who I personally believe need an evolution, and not just the kind of evolution that is just a fatter, uglier version of the Pokemon like Gen 4 seems so interested in. (laughs) It was brought up. (laughs) Of course. All right, moving on. 
Although a fatter, uglier Jinx would be okay. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I think... I think Lantern and Torkoal would be my first choices, especially Torkoal. I think there's some great possibilities for both of these. Unknown and Cast Form might actually be useful if they were only good. Seriously, they are just plain bad in competitive play, and I think an evolution would be fun for them. See, someone agrees with you there, Dead Red, about mm -hmm. the cast form. Regarding the Cubone Marowak discussion you had last week, I think a male Marowak should have the potential of evolving into a male version of Kangaskhan. This would actually be a lot of fun because it could even have its own megaform without parental bond, of course. There was once a Pokemon called Stantler. Not really sure if that's a thing anymore. I totally it... forgot about Stantler being a thing. <laughs> but if it happens to still <laughs> exist, it needs something desperate to happen to it. A few I never want to see evolutions for? Relicanth and Kecleon. Please don't touch them. I love them just the way they are. Thanks for the great podcast. Also a shout out to Link Lost Ook for thrashing me in the tournament. Good luck to ya, Shuckles. All right. And so Good, we even. I seriously did forget Stantler was a thing. Our next one is uh, from Merlin. Go for it. All right. Uh, hey, Puckle people. After three horrible attempts at making an audio email, I decided to give up. Tag Genius, I am not. And go back to the keyboard. So buckle your Puckle safety belts and let's get this party started. Firstly, I would like to congratulate Justin on his win against me last week. We played to three games with Justin's Ferrothorn walling my whole team the first game and giving him a 2-1, to 2-0 win. Our second game was closer, but I pulled a 1-0 victory with my plus 4 Aegislash taking care of his Ferrothorn. In the last game, Justin pulled a narrow 1-0 victory with an overprediction on my part to how much damage my Swampert would do with a waterfall against a, I assume, physically defensive Sylveon. After the game, I was a tad salty, so I apologize for not giving the good old GG then. Justin played really well, and I hope him the best. I, I do like this about the Puckle community when we do these tournaments, and they go into the mm -hmm. emails they always say congratulations to the guy who beat me yeah no i really like i really <laughs> like that game. most of the time it's not the person who won the game it's the person yeah. who lost the game that's talking about it yeah i i, I like that hospitality and the, <laughs> mm -hmm. the kind nature that us puckalonians have for each other even in the face of utter defeat Moving on to the mailbag, I wish Torkoal would get an evolution. Torkoal is my favorite Pokemon from Gen 3, and I'd sell my kidney for a shiny. His defensive bulk makes him relatively decent against most pokes, but I just think giving him an evolution would be amazing. If for no other reason, just so he could be an amazing Eevee Light user. Before I teleport away, I would like to suggest making a t-shirt for Puckle with some of your favorite pokes on it. I'd love to get a shirt or sweatshirt for you, from you guys. Keep your flips separate from your flops. The Wild Merlin has teleported. Okay, as for the t-shirt thing, t there are, like, several points I'd like to make. First of all, there is a Puckle t-shirt that exists, and I still have, like, seven of them in my apartment. So if you really want one and you let me know, give me your address and, like, donate, like, 15 bucks to Puckle, I'll send it to you. 
I only have large and mediums. Uh, I wear that shirt every day. So eat up. <laughs> uh, second of all, like the only reason we don't do t-shirts is because there isn't like enough. You guys haven't told me you wanted them. Like this is the only time I've been told that I that people want t-shirts. And so when you sell t-shirts, you have to buy them in bulk to like actually make them a reasonable price. Because I don't want you guys buying like a twenty-five dollar t-shirt. That's just ridiculous. And so. I mean, I'm I'm all for doing it. I just if there was more interest, I would like to do though. However, like a PuckleCon T-shirt, and obviously I'll make some extras at the same time. Uh, mm. I'm gonna put out a poll for that though, probably in May, and we'll get a design made and we'll make PuckleCon T-shirts. They'll probably just say Puckle on it, so it's like a general shirt, but it'll be made for the occasion of PuckleCon. So we'll just say PuckleCon 2015 on it. PuckleCon. I mean, I don't want them to say PuckleCon. I just said that, right? That way, they can be, like, timely shirts that we can sell to other people as well that didn't attend PuckleCon. Ah, right. And mm. the year is even worse, because then we can just, like, if we have the year on it, then you can't wear it next year, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. so many problems with that. I would like to make uh, just a general Puckle shirt. So, like, if anybody wants to, like, design a Puckle t-shirt, be free to send it to us at PucklePodcast.gmail.com. We will definitely, like, talk about it and do it, possibly. Um, didn't we get an audio email? We did, and so uh, I will play it right now after I click this button. So here we go. Hello once again, Puckle. Artemis84 here for the second week in a row. Once again. Hopefully, that is, if Thatch doesn't forget my sound file again. Ah, man. I was so close to winning that green Taurus badge, and then somebody else had a similar story like this. There's a whole medieval aspect to it, and that that was just it for me. I was outclassed, good sir. Congratulations. And really, how, how is it you expect to get more of these if you don't play them, Thatch? Come on now. Is there going to be a time limit for these? Because I'm kind of going into that, I bet. Anyways, mailbag question. Believe it or not, I actually completely agree with Thatch, despite my slight animosity that may be heard towards him here. Farfetch'd felt like a Pokemon with a lot of potential when it was introduced. I mean, it was some big deal. It was a trade Pokemon. The only way you could get it. And it just kind of fell flat in those games. Quite the letdown. Hope to see something better from in the future. Anyways, that's all for me for today. Artemage 84, flip-flop out. Uh, thanks for that, Artemage 84. It was uh, great hearing from you. Uh, I did mm-hmm. I'll bite the slightly bitter animosity towards that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Every, he needs to be put in his place once in a while. I I do I do need to put like a time limit on these though. I really do. Mm. I need to. I think I'm gonna do like two and a half minutes here because uh, first of all, I I don't know that we don't want these done all the time because sometimes I have to edit the audio of some people when they send it in because it's not like good quality and you know it's just extra time to like put it into the episode and everything. But I yeah. do love it. I do. I do love. I appreciate like the fact that you are willing to do it. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So time for the mailbag badge. Who are we giving it to? Okay. One moment. Let me look and see who has it already. Yeah, I know Merlin has it. Are you sure um, about that? I'm pretty sure. About <laughs> it. Okay. The problem is that on, on the site, you don't see the little name of the person. You just see the icon. Yeah, the little icon. It's so annoying. Mm. Mm. I don't think Artemage has won it, however. And he sent it in a mailbag with uh, audio. So, Wait, who are the others? Uh, uh, I'm pretty Dead sure Shuckles has it. Shuckles has it. Dead yeah, Red. sure. 
I'm fine giving an Artem H. Artem H. Eighty four. You win the mailbag badge this week, so submit for it on the site. Uh, moving on, I don't mailbag question for next week. You can send this into pucklepodcast at gmail dot com. What Easter eggs didn't we mention that you guys know about in Pokemon? Send them in pucklepodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, until next time, I once again would like to ask you to follow our Twitter, like us on Facebook, follow us on Tumblr, and subscribe to our subreddit. And most importantly, if you want that bonus content that I've been talking about, you should go ahead and review us on iTunes. We're at 141 currently, uh, so more? 10 more reviews, and you guys get, some, get an extra like two-hour episode of Puckle one week. So I yep. definitely suggest you guys go and do that, because it was, it was actually a decent like two hours. We talked pretty long about a lot of yeah. stuff. A lot of yeah. stuff. A lot of stuff. There was uh It was pretty good. Councilmen, uh writers. It was a lot of, on. It, was a, it was a lot of fun. Yep. Very diverse group of people. Yeah. It was it was more casual than our normal episodes. So I would say I mean if you can get more casual than our normal episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was it was really good. It was really good. So please do review us on iTunes. It's really important to help other people find us, help grow the community and all this other stuff. So please do that. You can also check out PucklePodcasting.com this week while you're just bored at work and you want to surf the web. It would be very, very cool. You can check us out, hang out at the forums, hang out at the uh, um, chat box, and a bunch of other stuff. So Read the various articles that are absolutely yeah. fabulous. Writing yeah. team is you should do that. supplying with us. You definitely should <laughs> do that. That's at uh, PucklePodcast.com. So once again, review us on iTunes for that extra content. And also, uh, go to the site, read the articles, hang out with us. It's just a lot of fun to hang out with you guys. It's kind of my favorite part of doing this show. We love talking to you. Yeah, we do. So, I guess, until next time, I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Scrum. And I'm Viger. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Yeah.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.